Welcome back, everyone, to the Madness and Grace podcast. Today, it is just me and Matt. How's it going, Matt? Going good. How are you doing? Good. Just made a joke that we should start recording before we start talking too much because yeah, yeah. topic. topic. Yeah. Talk about the topic and don't record it. Exactly, exactly. And so as everyone can see from the title of this podcast, today we're going to be talking about intrusive versus impulsive thoughts. And Matt, we were just talking again before we hit record that everyone has impulsive thoughts all the time, you know, but that's different than intrusive thoughts, which you just said, you know, people might have one or two over a lifetime, an intrusive thought, but it can be an early sign of mental illness if you're having these intrusive thoughts you know, regularly. And I just wanted to ask, you know, just real quick, what is your kind of definition of an intrusive thought versus an impulsive thought? Yeah, well, let's let's define impulsive thought first. I think that's what most people think of or they know about. So really an impulsive thought is is more like an urge, you know? Mm -hmm. So like an example I would give is like, let's say you're at a store and Mm -hmm. you, you know, went to go buy something and you see something else you like, and you know, it's a pretty expensive but you just say, I'm getting it. You just go ahead and buy it. And mm-hmm. you don't really think about the consequences of making this expensive purchase. Do you really have enough money for that? Are you going to be able to pay off that credit card bill? You know, how's that going to affect you later? You just kind of do it. Because so an impulsive thought is kind of like a, a, a thought or an urge that comes to mind. And you don't really, and it, it always leads to an action. Yeah. It doesn't, and you don't, you don't evaluate the consequences of that action fully. So, you know, that's a pretty, you know, you'll figure it out because you bought the the purse or whatever it was. It's not a big deal, but it might also be like you just kind of impulsively say something, like something pops mm-hmm. in your mind, like, you know, I really hate that person. And you say something you shouldn't say because you didn't really think it through what the consequence was. So that's an impulsive thought. And people have those all the time. For me, my impulsive thought was cutting my own hair a few years ago. I just thought, oh, I can do that. I can, I can. do that. Sure. Or <laughs> dye your hair. You're like, oh, yeah. I, can take, I can do this. No problem. And right. then you didn't really think it all the way through how complicated mm-hmm. that is. And yeah, you know, absolutely. That's a perfect mm-hmm. example. Because And then that led to an action. You're like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I can do that. You know, and that's easy. That kind of yeah. thing. So, you know, now an intrusive thought, and I will say an impulsive thought usually almost pleasurable aspect to it in the sense that you want yes. to do what it is that you're thinking about and you just kind of do it, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so that impulsive thought leads to an impulsive action, you know, which is, at, which is an act without forethought, you know, mm-hmm. now an intrusive thought is a thought that is, is, is really, you almost think of it as from, it's not you, it's outside of your thought process. It's outside of, of how you normally think. Uh, and it's usually very emotionally disturbing. Okay? Right. And so all, almost all intrusive thoughts are emotionally disturbing. So for instance, uh, an intrusive thought that, that, that some women can, that have had children can think of is, or understand is that it's not, it, it's not uncommon for women who've recently had a baby to have an intrusive thought about harming their baby or, or, or have a concern that they might harm their baby. And so and you don't they, want to do that. They don't want to do that, but that just right, pops right. in. It just pops in their head. Like, uh, and that's neurohormonal. That's a hormonally driven, like all the changes that are occurring. And and then at the extreme end, that might lead to, that might be uh, a sign of postpartum depression that's right. setting in. I mean, I just, I literally just saw this week, I was just running through some something on Yahoo News or something. And I saw a story about how 
famous actress actually hired a, a bodyguard for her baby after she had the baby because she was having intrusive thoughts to harm the baby. And so she just wanted to make sure that the baby was safe. And so yeah. now that's kind of an extreme, but that's, that is, you know, intrusive thoughts are extreme. So another one that I've heard a lot, and this is more like that kind of intrusive thought that you might have maybe once in a lifetime kind of thing, just truly is. I've heard people thinking of talking about when they're driving down the road, they just have a thought that pops in their head to turn into the oncoming traffic. I've so, heard that a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, and so, you know, that's, and that's emotionally disturbing. You're thinking, yeah. why the heck would I think that? At the extreme, at the, at the mental illness end, you know, things like um, obsessions, obsessive thoughts that someone has like that as OCD, those are intrusive thoughts. And, and so we're not talking about hearing voices. That's not what we're talking about. That's a whole different that's a hallucination. We're talking about you're, you having a thought that you recognize as a thought, not as someone talking to you or in your head, that is contrary or outside the norm of your thinking, that you you think of, you experience it as something coming in from the outside versus mm-hmm. an impulsive thought, which you absolutely think is you. Like, yeah. oh, I'm so impulsive. I shouldn't have bought that purse again or those shoes. Right. Or I shouldn't have eaten that ice cream. You know, I just, oh, mm-hmm. I saw it and I just had to have it. I had to order that kind of a thing. And you may have some kind of, in the, you might go, oh, I wish I hadn't done that. But it's not looked at like, oh my gosh, I'm I'm afraid. Right. Yeah. It, what, what made me think that? I think that that's a question that people ask a lot. You know, does this make me a bad person? Does this make me, like you said, it could lead to signs of mental illness if it's happening over and over and over again. But I think that it, it's important to know that if it feels like it's coming from the outside, you know, it's it's not you. It doesn't make you a bad person. Like you said, it can be common. It's <laughs> so, a bad person at all. I mean, right. you have control over Right, exactly. You know, the whole reason I wanted to talk about this is because there's like this line I see on social media or just young people, they'll say, I let my intrusive thoughts win and I cut my bangs or I let my intrusive thoughts win and stuck my hand in a can of paint or something because I just, you know, thought about it and did it. But there is a big difference between intrusive. Oh, absolutely. That's what you described there. That's an impulsive thought. You're not thinking about consequences of your intrusive thoughts there's no there's no requirement or necessity or expectation that there's going to be an action associated with thoughts yeah it may be suggesting an action but impulsive thoughts virtually always lead to impulsive acts that's how you even know that you that it happens if you have a thought if you go you know what i'd really like to buy this michael core purse like you're Mm -hmm. in the store and you go i really like to buy that but then you go and, you know, I just don't have enough money right now to do that. That's not an impulsive thought. Impulsive thought is, oh, I got to have that. I'm getting it. And you just yeah. go buy it. And then after you bought it, you go, oh, wow, how am I going to pay for this? That's an, that was an impulsive thought. But a mm-hmm. thought where you then kind of work through the consequences, that's not impulsive. So, so that's saying, just a thought. Gonna, like you said, I'm going to cut my own hair. That's mm-hmm. a, and then you do it. That's an impulsive thought. That's not an intrusive thought. Intrusive thought would be, I'm going to, I, I should set my hair on fire. Something that you would never think. Exactly. Something yeah. outside of how you how you perceive mm-hmm. yourself. And again, emotionally disturbing. Yeah. We mentioned, you know, it could be a link in certain mental health disorders. And I'm curious, like, what, what would the main ones kind of be? Obviously, we're not trying to, anyone listening, freak anyone out if you're having, you know, intrusive thoughts. But what are the most common 
mental health disorders that people with intrusive thoughts may be linked to? Yeah, you know, I think it, there's a variety. And, and mm-hmm. really, to some extent, it could be almost any would be the, would be the general answer. But I think to begin with depression, mm-hmm. uh, and that would be, uh, you know, like I just mentioned, like the postpartum depression, a mother having thoughts of, of harming their child, their inability to care for the child is going to lead to the child's death type of thing, you know, these kind of thoughts like that. Uh, mm-hmm. But then also you could have thoughts of uh, you're worthless, kind of worthless, and that you should, maybe you should harm yourself or mm-hmm. um, that um, no one cares for you and, you know, things like that. I mean, so those kind of things, again, emotionally disturbing, you know, and mm-hmm. then I think also, you know, there could be uh, more anxiety driven ones, like I mentioned with, say, obsessive behavior. Like I, you know, I, my, I, I have to, you know, I have to make sure that I count things or something bad's going to happen. I have to make sure the house is clean in a certain way or something that you may not know what bad's going to happen, but it's, it's disturbing to you. You have to, you know, and that leads to a compulsive behavior. And then, you know, I would also say there's the potential that it could be psychotic, you know, which is, there's a real difference between hallucinating, you know, auditory hallucinations where you hear someone talking. When people hear voices, they, they don't tend to hear the vo- their own voice. They hear someone else talking. In fact, they can hear multiple people talking. And it's not usually, not typically someone they know. It's just a voice. Uh, sure. But intrusive thought, it's usually... It's your inner voice, you know. So there's there's a difference there, but you certainly could have an intrusive thought. Uh, I mean, I again, this is on the extreme end. I had a client that would constantly have intrusive thoughts to uh, to set fires. I should set a fire. I should set this apartment complex on fire. And then, you know, I've had people that had intrusive thoughts that that popped in that said they should harm people. I should I should harm this person? You know. Uh, but again, different than a voice telling you to do it. Uh, you know, which you recognize as an outside voice. It's actually, it's a thought that pops in. So they can be anything. But I mean, my first thought for somebody who isn't showing just overt psychotic features, anxiety or depression, uh, and particularly those negative thoughts of harm your baby, yourself, you have no value, you know, those kind of thoughts popping in there. You and I talk about in a lot of the episodes about you can't pray away an illness. You can't pray away. You can't pray away a disease, of course. But when it comes to stuff like this, you know, we mentioned that someone might have an intrusive thought here and there. That doesn't necessarily mean that they are mentally ill. It's just we're all human beings. And sometimes thoughts just pop into your head that are unwanted. And I I can say that that's definitely happened for me before. Not when I cut my hair. That was an impulsive thought. Right. Um, but, you know, I've, I've had thoughts like the ones you mentioned. And, you know, what if I just did that? What if I whatever? And for me, there really is power in just automatically going into prayer mode. I know that that might sound silly, but just, you know, you've had this intrusive thought and that's just a coping mechanism that I've used in the past, just automatically, you know, God, I want to go into prayer mode and I want to say a prayer right now and just be with you in this moment because I don't know what just happened. This thought just popped into my head. So that's something that's pretty powerful for me um, when I've been in those situations. But, you know, aside from prayer and aside from, you know, mindfulness, what kind of coping mechanisms could someone use when, you know, they're having these intrusive thoughts or they feel you know, oh my gosh, I'm crazy or I'm a bad person for having this. What what can they cope with? Yeah. And I actually, I think that, we, you know, we should talk about that from the perspective of both the impulsive and the intrusive because the impulsive can get you in a lot of problems as well. 
Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but with intrusive thoughts, again, there's this um, there's this emotionally disturbing aspect to it. So most of the time, when someone has that weird thought about turning into oncoming traffic, they then go, "Oh my gosh, why would I think about that?" And then yeah. they almost feel bad about it. Mm-hmm. And if that just happens once every ten years, sure. no deal. but like you said, if you have an intrusive thought. It, it's what you have to deal with is not the thought. You have to deal with the emotional fallout from the thought. Like yeah. you're thinking, why am I thinking that? I would never do that. So you had no control over the thought popping in. So then that causes an emotional problem also, because now you're like, why can I not stop these from popping in? So I think prayer is a wonderful thing because what you're doing is you're saying, okay, I'm recognizing that this thought is outside as other, something I want to do. I'm, I'm taking that. Uh, to the Lord, I'm going to say, you know, I recognize this is a, you know, this is a problem. Can you comfort me in this? Can you help me with this? I think that's a wonderful thing because now you're kind of, you're kind of analyzing what has occurred and you're trying to relax yourself in prayer. Yeah. I think another coping strategy with this is talking to somebody about it. I think that a lot of times people with intrusive thoughts are so, are, are so shamed by them like you just said, people's going to, people are going to say you're crazy that they won't talk to anybody about it. And it just starts building up more and more and more. And you're fighting these thoughts all the time. If you will sit down and talk to somebody, say, look, I had this, I'm going to tell you a thought that I had it popped in my head. This is not something I normally think of, but it mm-hmm. really disturbed me. I think that's the important, you know, and, and I want to just get your thought on that. You kind of, you know, you're, you're taking it out of your head and you're putting that on the table kind of a thing. And so some, you start to have another person that's helping with that another person that can support you and care for you uh, mm-hmm. through that. And uh, I think the other thing is it really has to do with how often this is happening. If it's happening with any regularity, like I would say, if you're having, if you're having intrusive thoughts on a, you know, on a monthly basis, that's a problem. And so you know, I would suggest professional help to sit down with somebody and just say, Hey, this is what's happening. I'm not acting out on this stuff. I'm, you know, in fact, I don't, I'm virtually positive I never will, but I just need to think about that. Uh, and there are um, techniques that a therapist can help you, particularly with negative thinking uh, mm-hmm. or obsessional thinking, uh, that, that can help you kind of deal with those types of things. So I think it's very important to, to kind of personally put it on the table, like you said, with prayer. I think that's a wonderful coping mm-hmm. strategy. I think talking to a trusted friend or relative about what's happening and kind of helping, letting them help you kind of contextualize it and see how different is that from what other people are experiencing. And then I think, you know, if it really continues to bother you, um, I think the professional, but now with impulsive thoughts, that is something that at least in the short term, you can deal with pretty well. And that is, you know, the more impulsive thoughts you have, the more impulsive you are. If you're very impulsive, if you're just doing stuff without thinking, you're spending money, you're talking and saying stuff you shouldn't be saying, you're doing, you know, you're, you're going to get yourself in a lot of trouble, you know, yeah. it's going to be a, external problems. Uh, and so, you know, kids who have ADHD are very impulsive, you know, and mm-hmm. so, uh, and so you might be an impulsive person. Everybody has impulsiveness at some level. Some are just not mm-hmm. very impulsive. Some are very impulsive. So what you have to do is you have to say, I'm not going to, I'm not going to act on my thoughts mm-hmm. until I think out the consequences. Yeah. And at the, at the lower level of impulsive thought, you can do that. You can say, okay, I know I'm here at Dillard's and I know I saw that purse and I know I wanted that. And here I am 
do I really have, I mean, before I buy this, I'm going to think about, before I cut my hair, I'm really going to think about this. What mm -hmm. is the possibility that I really can cut my hair? Or yeah. maybe I'm going to ask somebody about that. You know what I'm saying? So you, you make it not an impulsive thought because you, you delay the, the action. Sometimes all it takes is 60 more seconds of thinking. Exactly. Just yeah. a pause and mm -hmm. it's not an impulsive thought anymore. The problem is there are people who aren't able to do that. They have yeah. so little impulse control that a thought pops in their head of something to do and they just do it. And what I would say is if, if you're getting yourself in trouble a lot, you're overspending, you're saying things, getting yourself in trouble with others. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, you're, you're acting in, in impulsive ways that, you know, getting yourself fired or whatever. Again, that's something that can be helped from a professional level. There are behavioral techniques that, that you can go through uh, with a professional. And there are also medications that can help mm -hmm. with that. And so, uh, you know, if, if you find yourself constantly getting in trouble, criminal, you know, you're engaging the criminal justice system, you're getting fired, you're getting in trouble with, at school, whatever. Uh, well, then that might be time to look at it professionally, but just a pause, it will make an impulsive thought, not impulsive. Yeah, definitely. And we're mentioning, you know, all of these resources. And of course, here at the Hope and Healing Center, everything we provide is free of charge, whether it's, you know, one-on-one -on -one or support group or our Hope Line, which is a great resource to get connected to professional help. We have so many different options here at the Hope and Healing Center. So if any of what we've talked about sounds like you and you're local to Houston, or even, even if you're not and you want to call our Hope Line, uh, we of course highly, highly recommend all of our services here. Well, thank you so much, Matt, for talking about this with me. I'm sure I'm going to continue to see people call impulsive thoughts intrusive thoughts, but you know, we can't change the world one podcast episode at a That's time, right? That's right. You know, <laughs> but it is important to know the difference. They're right. There's a real difference. I liked your example of, you know, I had a thought to cut my hair. That's impulsive. And I did. That's and it was bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was bad. All right. Well, thank you so much, Matt. And thank you everyone for listening. Bye.